This is a Sikha from Lakutu Sikhas, Khalik Tazain, Parsis Titsava, Sikha Bez. And the topic of the Sikha is that in this week's Parsha, we learn about the Remainim that were placed on the bottom of the Me'il of the Kain Gadol. We learn the opinion of Rashi about this, and we learn the question of the Ramban on Rashi. And there are five parts in the Sikha. The Rebbe will, number one, present the question of the Re'im on the Ramban. Number two, present and reject two possible answers, and in the process, bring up another two questions. Number three, explain a side-related idea. Number four, based on this side-related idea, answer the question, the original question of the Re'im and the Ramban, as well as the two questions that came up later on. And also part of that will be to explain what exactly are the opinions of Rashi and the Ramban. And then finally, number five, present a special Heira for our generation. The Pasuk says regarding the Me'il that Vasisa al Shulov, you should make on its hem at the very bottom, Rimoine Tcheles Vargomon Viseila Shoni. You should make this Rimoinim, these pomegranate shapes, out of various wools, Tcheles Vargomon and Tela Shoni. Al Shulov Saviv, it should be on its hem all the way around. And then the Pasuk concludes, Upamoine Zav Biseicham Saviv. There should be gold bells Biseicham in their midst, or amongst them, or in them, saviv, all the way around. Now Rashi explains that even though the Rimoinim, these pomegranate shapes made out of wool, were agulim v'chalulim, they were round and hollow, nevertheless the meaning of upamoine zav b'seichem, the meaning of the words at the end of the Pasuk, that there were these gold rings in them, or b'seichem, is not that the Pamenim were actually in the hollow space inside the Rimainim, but rather, in the words of Rashi, Beinehem Saviv, it was between them all the way around, meaning, Bein Shnei Rimainim, Pamein Echad. Between every two Rimainim, there was one ring. So when it says Beseichem, it doesn't mean inside of them, but it means in their midst, amongst them. It was Davak Vitali, it was attached and hanging, Bishulei Hameil at the end, at the hem of the Meil. Now the Ramban asks on this teaching of Rashi that according to this explanation it comes out that the Rimoinim didn't serve any purpose. And he continues and says, and if they were only there for beauty as a decoration, so then why were they made like hollow pomegranates? They should have made them like golden apples. Now the Re'im answers the question by asking something on the Ramban. He says, I don't understand why did the Ramban choose that they should be in the shape of apples as that's a better choice and a better shape than the shape of a pomegranate. Why should it be like an apple if it's there for a decoration and not like a pomegranate? So Mepharshim answered this question of the Re'im and they explained that the question of the Ramban on Rashi is only regarding the detail of Chalulim, the fact that the Rimeinim were Chalulim. That's what the Ramban is asking on it. Meaning that since the Pamainim, the bells, weren't hanging in the hollow, in the Chalul of the Rimeinim, so why did they make hollow Rimeinim? As we see in the words of the Ramban, Ve'im l'noi, so lama hayo ois asuyim kirimainim chalulim. So his question is specifically about the chalulim part. He says they should make them tabuchizav, they shouldn't be hollow. So his question is only on them being hollow. However, the question of the Re'im remains difficult. Because if the question of the Ramban and Rashi is only regarding the detail of chalulim, so why does the Ramban at all mention 
and also switch from saying Rimonim to saying Tapuchim. If the Ramban's only question on Rashi is about the Rimonim being Chalulim, he should have said, Why were they made Chalulim? Why does he mention Kirimonim Chalulim? And not only does he mention Rimonim Chalulim, but in the alternative, he doesn't say Yaseim, he should have made them out of solid gold. He says Yaseim, Kemin Tapuchizov, he should have made them like golden apples. So why is he mentioning even them being Rimonim? And in addition, switch to Tapuchim. Clearly his question on Rashi is not just about them being Chalulim, it's also about them, and maybe even mainly and primarily about them being in the shape of Rimonim and not in the shape of Tapuchim. Now, Lechera, seemingly we can answer and explain the question of the Ramban, that we find that on the Meneira, there were also various decorations, things there for naif for beauty. There were Gvim, Kafteirim, and Prachim. There were goblets, there were buttons, and flowers. And it says that the kafteirim were kemin tapuchim. They were like an apple. Now, since the rimayim were used according to Rashi solely for nai, for beauty, for decoration, so the Ramban is asking that therefore they too should have been not like rimayim pomegranates, but rather kemin tapuchim, like apples. Like we see that on the manera, what's used as a decoration? What type of fruit? What shape of a fruit? That of an apple. However, there remains two questions. Number one, this itself needs to be explained. In what way is Nay connected with Tapuchim and not to Rimaynim? That therefore, on the Menera, the decorations were like a Tapuach. And as a result, the Ramban's question is that also on the Me'il it should be like a Tapuach. Why is Nay connected specifically with Tapuchim? And number two, what's the reason, according to Rashi, once we understand the opinion of the Ramban, that we see from the Manera that has to be like a tapuach, whatever the explanation is. So then we have to understand what's the reason, according to Rashi, that by the Me'il there were Rimaynim, and by the Manera there were Tapuchim for the purpose, for the same purpose of Noi. So in order to understand this, we're going to go into a side related discussion. So the Pazik says regarding the purpose of the Pa'amaynim, we're moving away from the Rimaynim, we're going now to the Pa'amaynim. And the Pazik tells us regarding the purpose of the Pa'amaynim that were on the meal, it says that Venishma that they will hear the sound of the Kayin Gadol when he comes and enters the Kaidish. And it says that this was so integral to the Aveda of the Kayin Gadol that through the Venishma Kailai, it says at the end of the Pasuk that he was protected from Velayamas, that he shouldn't die. And as Rashi says, that Lav from the negative you hear the positive, meaning it says that this way he won't die, but otherwise he has shalom will. And we have to understand, why is the Venishma, the ringing of the Pa'amainim, necessary when the Kayin Gadol enters the Kaidish? Seemingly L'chaira, to the contrary, Adraba. It says, Hashem is not through and with noise, but rather with a curled mamadaka, with quiet. And as we actually see by the Kayin Gadol himself, that is entrance into the Kaidish HaKadoshim, not to the Kaidish which he did every day, but into the Kaidish HaKadoshim. Once a year in Yom Kippur, it was specifically without the Big Dezav, and so without the Me'il, with the sound of the Pa'amainim. So what is this great importance of this Venishma throughout the year, when the Kayin Gadol enters the Kaidish to the extent that otherwise you have the Indian of Hepechachayim, the opposite of life. It's only this way that he goes in with Venishma that it will be Velayamas. Why? Why is it so important? The Ramban explains that Misa, someone who enters into the king's palace suddenly, just enters on their own, is Chayav Misa. And he explains that the sound of the Pa'amainim is a sort of Natilas Rishus. It's like a way of getting permission to enter and do the Aveda. So the sound is sort of like coming in with permission. Sort of like when someone knocks on the door before entering. 
And he goes on to explain that the reason the Kohen Gadol doesn't need an Atilus or Shus when entering Lufnai on Yom Kippur, which seemingly would certainly need the Atilus or Shus, because he's not just going into the Kodesh, he's going Lufnai Vlufnim into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. That's because in Yom Kippur Hashem shows the greatness of Yidin that Hashem did not require them to have a Shaliach. They don't need somebody to give them permission to allow them to enter into the house of Hashem. According to this explanation of the Ramban, it comes out that the Venishma Kaili of the Apamainim really isn't a part of the Aveda, but rather is just an introduction and a preparation for the Aveda. That in order to enter into the Aveda, it requires this Venishma Kaili. However, since every detail regarding the Aveda of the Kain Gadol is in the highest level of precision, everything's precise, it's Betachla Sadiyuk, especially one that's connected to the punishment of Misa. And in addition, the Pamainim made noise, not just before the Kayan Gadol entered, but also during the Avaidah itself. So therefore, it makes sense that the Venishma Kaila is important, not just as an introduction to the Avaidah, but rather for the Avaidah itself. And so the question is, in what way does it have this great importance? One of the explanations for this is the Kain Gadol did his Avaidah as a Shliach of Klal Yisrael. This means that Bevoyay Ela Kaidish, so since he's a Shliach of Klal Yisrael, so he takes in with him the whole Klal Yisrael El HaKadosh. Now it's understood and explained in a number of places that the Avaidah of Bali Tshuva, which comes from being at a distance from Hashem and from running away from the Ra, this Avaidah is with a Rash, it's with a lot of noise. And this is similar to someone running away from a life-threatening situation. That a person does it with a Kalraj Gadol, with shouts and an uproar. Similarly, in the Aveda of Eviyid, even those who don't have any Averis, we also have this Aveda. When one thinks into how they are distant from Elikus, whether because their Nefesh Bahamas is still in its force, it's still Betakfi, and so one is a Yeshva Dover Nifrit from Elikus, because the Nefesh Bahamas is Betakfi, or even because of their Hergish and Metzius of their Taiv, their Nefesh Elikus, that even though we're talking about Taiv and Nefesh Elikus, but there's the Hergish and Metzius, so indeed it's a Metzius of Gdusha, but still a Metzius and not Bittal. So then one is aroused with a Kail Raj Gadol to run away from this state. And related to this, there's a story with the Baal Shem Tov that someone once asked the Baal Shem Tov about Hasidim making all sorts of motions and movements during davening. And the Baal Shem Tov said that it's similar to someone who's drowning and this person is flailing and moving their body in all sorts of ways in order to try to save themselves. And they start yelling as well in order to get others to save them. That certainly nobody is going to laugh about what they're doing, about the manner of their movements and about their shouting. Now this isn't the contradiction to the Pasuk of Loi Berash Havaya, where it says that it's not with a Rash. Since the Diuk is, like it says in the Pasuk, Loi Berash Havaya. In order to be a Klit Hashem Havaya, which is higher than the Elamus, so it can be with the Metzius of a person. So then the Aveda must be in a matter of Kail Madaka, with absolute Bittal. Not so when the Aveda is still connected with running from Rashus and Metzius, which reaches only the Pchina of Shem Alekim, which is connected to the Elamus, which gives room for Metzius. And that Aveda of running away from the Ra, so that Aveda is specifically connected with a Kail Raj Gadol. And this is the reason that the Aveda of the Kain Gadol all year round was in a manner of a Nishma Kaili. The Kain Gadol has to bring in El HaKadosh together with himself, also those Yidin whose way of Aveda, meaning their way of entering the Kaidish, is with a Kail Rash. That's why he has to have the Venishma Kaili. And this is also expressed in that the Pamainim were on the hem, at the bottom of the Me'il. This indicates that the Venishma Kaili is connected with the lower level of Yidin, who serve from a place of being distant. And together with this, so to speak, mitzvah of Venishma Kaili, 
comes the warning, teaching us that the Klalus Achayis of the Kayin Gadol depends on this. If there isn't the Venishma Kayle by the Kayin Gadol, meaning that he doesn't want to include in his Aveda those Yidin who are on the Hem, at the bottom of the Me'il, and even if it's because he wants to be on the higher level of Aveda, of Kailed Mamadaka, so then his Metziyas together with his Aveda, Rachman al becomes Batal. And the reason for this is because the Shlemus of Kalal Yisrael, the very Shlemus of Kalal Yisrael itself, depends on the Aveda that encompasses all Shishim Riba Yisrael, from the highest of the high, the Roshech Meshivtechem, all the way until the lowest, the Chaytev Itzecha Vishayev Memecha. Now we have to explain why there isn't this Inyan of Anishma Kaili also in Yom Kippur. However, this is only by the Aveda of the Kain Gadol during the year when he only enters and does his Aveda in the Kaidish. So this is only true during the year and in the Kaidish. Since in the Kaidish and on a regular day, so to speak, during the year, there's room for different levels among the Yidin, from the greatest, Rashaykh Mishif Techem, all the way to the lowest, the and therefore it's in a manner of inishma with a rash, because those yidin also need to be included. Not so by the Aved of the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippurim. It's not a regular day, it's the greatest day in the year. And also it's in the Kedish HaKadoshim, not just in the Kedish, which is without a rash. And this is because then, on Yom Kippur, and in the Kedish HaKadoshim, yidin are like Malachim. There's the revelation of the Skashrus Atzmas, of all Yidin with Hashem. Now since every Yid, even those connected to the Shulei Ameil, the very bottom, are in the ultimate Kiruv, and it's Achtos with Elikus, the level of Yechidol Yachtoch, so therefore also their Knisa to the Kedesh HaKadoshim, through the Kain Gadol, is not like a Rochaik, someone who's distant, who becomes a Karadiv, which is with a Rash, but rather with the ultimate Bittul, with a Kold Mamadako. And that's why in Yom Kippur, there weren't these pamainim, these bells. According to all this, we will also understand the difference between the opinion of the Ramban, that if they're fernoi, then then they should be like tapuchim, and the opinion of Rashi, then no, that they're fernoi, and here they should be like rimainim, unlike by the Meneira. The explanation is that Yidin are compared to a tapuach and to a rimain. The difference between them is that the comparison to, to a tapuach is the way the Yidin are on the highest of levels. And the comparison to a Rimon is related to Yidin who are on a lowly level. Like Chazal tells us in the Pasuk, Kipelach HaRimon, who uses the word Rimon, it says, Reikonim Shebecha. It's referring to those among us that are empty. However, they too are full of Taiv and Kedusha, like the continuation and end of that Maimer Azal, where it says, Kipelach HaRimon, Reikonim Shebecha. Chazal continues and say, That Afilu Reikonim Shebecha, Meleim Mitzvah Kirimon. Now in Rashi, which is Pshutay Shalmikra, we then are seen as they simply are in an open way. And the way they are is so one sees the Yidin on the Shulay Me'il to be on the level of Rikonim. Therefore they had to specifically be Rimainim. This was in order to show that also the Rikonim, and even those who are lower than that, those who are Paisha Yisrael, they too enter the Kaidish together with the Kain Gadol. They too are part of Kla Yisrael, and more so they are Malayim Mitzvah Kriman in the Ramban, where there is, as he says in his Agdama, not just Pshatim, but also Dvarim Ne'imim Le'yoidim Chain. So over there, in his parish, he emphasizes the Panimius of Yidin. From the perspective of Yid's Panimius, there's no connection to Chait, but rather Ve'amech Kulam Tzadikim. And it's for this reason that the Ramban explains that the Venish Makayla is only a preparation for the Avaida that comes after it. And it's not part of the Avaida itself, because according to the Ramban, we only see the good of the Yidin. So it's not bringing in those Yidin who are on a low level, because when you look in the Panimius, there's only Va'amich Kulam Tzadikim.
And now we could come back to our very first question about what was the question of the Ramban on Rashi. So this then is the question of the Ramban. Of if the Rimoinim are, not for a purpose, but rather to express the beauty and greatness of Yidin, they are Linoi, then it must emphasize not the greatness that's hinted to in the Rimoid, which is that Rikonim Shebecha are Malay and Mitzvah's Karimin, but rather the greatness of the Panimius of the Yidin, that every Yid is a Tapuach Zav and not Chasrashalom Erekon. And this is similar to how in the Meneira, which its seven Neiris represent Yidin, the way they are in the seven levels of Evdeh Hashem, where there each Neir was Kimin Tapuchim, which brought out the Indian of the greatness and the loftiness of Yidin, and not the way it's hinted to in the Rimain. Now we're going to move on to take a deeper look at the Aveda of the Nishma Kailai, even though simply and bechitzenius the avoda in a manner of anishma kaili is lower than the avoda with a kailed mamadaka nevertheless there is an advantage and a greatness in the avoda with a rash also over the avoda with bittel the avoda with a kailed mamadaka is with a hagbala with a limit true the avid is in a state of bittel however it's in a manner of an erinakli it's with a yasyashvus not so the Aveda of Anishma Kaili. The Raj Gadol itself is an indication that the person has gone beyond the Hagbalas, beyond the limits of the Kalim. The person cannot contain and limit their excitement, and therefore it's expressed with a cry, and it's done in a way that it's very loud. And this is one of the reasons for what it says that Mokim Shabali Chuve Aimdim, Ain Tzadikim Gurum Yechayim Lamed because the bleak vul of the Nishama is expressed specifically in the Raj of Aveda Satshuva. From all this, there's a special hero for our generation, the Dara, the Ikvas, the Meshicha. There are those who claim that yes, it's true that because of the lowly state of our generation, we must occupy ourselves with spreading Torah and strengthening Yiddishkeit, and we cannot be content with sitting in our own Dalad Amas, even the Dalad Amas of Torah, and wait until others turn to us and request that we spread Torah. But rather, we must go outside and find the lost Yidin and make Bali Tshuva. However, they say, why is it necessary to do this work with a Kail Raj Gadol? Why is it so necessary to go into the street and call out with a Kail Ram that Yidin should put on tefillin, place mezuzahs on their doors, give tzedakah, and do other mitzvahs? A conduct that we don't find in earlier generations. The answer to this is, according to all signs from the end of Masech Seita, we see that we are currently in the Dada, the Ikvis of the Meshicha, on the lowest level, the Shulei Hameil. And we must know that the Pahamayna must be on the Shulei Ameil. The entrance of these Yidin, El HaKadosh, under the Kanfei Ashkina, is set up to be in a manner of Venishma Kaili. The way they enter into the Kaidish is through Venishma Kaili. And to the contrary, it's not just that this is their path, it's not the ideal, not the best path, but it's their path. But Adarabo, like we said at the end previously, the ultimate greatness is specifically in the Rash of Avedis Atshuva, like we said, that one of the explanations is that it's expressed in the Rash, which reflects and expresses the bleak vul of the Neshama. Another Indian in this approach of spreading Yiddishkeit in a very loud and public way is we see that by those that are not keeping Teirah Mitzvahs, there is a Koyal Hamayna Shal Remi. The Nyanim of the Umazah aren't done in Chadri Chadar and behind closed doors, but rather with the greatest publicity. And it's known that the way to be Mevatal something is Mineyu Bey Abba Lishte Bey Narga. Meaning through this that the Aveda of Eisir Yitzayinai is in a manner of a Nishma Kailai, and specifically in the very place where the Kail HaMainish Shalremi is found. That's how the Lumaz is destroyed. And this will bring to 
Mala Ever Ritzenekach, Sola Ese Ritzene, Lachas Kama Vakama. That by Yudin there will be Yeshvim Betach Vahashkate on our land, specifically through Yutaka Beshefer Gogol, which is the Indian of Eirash, through the Kerl Mevaser, Mevaser, Vaimer, being Mevaser, the Gaula, and the Kariv Mamish.